Here we go, Bible and Daily Lifers. We are going through the New Testament in a year, Monday through Friday, one chapter a day. There's so much here, We sometimes we just get to read it, really. We don't get to dig too deep, but the Word speaks to us, right? So Jesus said, all of this I told you so that you won't go astray. All of what, all of the previous things about him looking for fruit and the world hating us. <clears throat> they will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, a time's coming when anyone who kills you will think they're offering a service to God. Well, that would be in pretty short order that's going to happen. Someone like the Apostle Paul, uh, who was pursuing and persecuting Christians even to the death. The, the religious leaders who, in fact, uh, are co-conspirators with Rome in putting Jesus on the cross. So, the day is coming. The, the day is here. <clears throat> still continues, persecution still continues. 21st century, persecution has flared up again. You know, it, sometimes it seems to just go dormant a little bit, but it's, 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 a, it's a tough time around the world right now for a lot of believers whose lives are <clears throat> being persecuted by religious, religious people, religious fanatics. Verse 3, they'll do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I've told you this, so when the time comes, you'll remember that I warned you. Jesus keeps saying this. I'm telling this so that when it happens. I'm telling this so that when it happens. We're not supposed to make prophecy happen. Jesus is telling us these things, and he says, when they happen, you'll remember that I told you these, um, <clears throat> these things. I've told you this so that when the time comes, you'll remember that I had warned you. I did not tell you this at first because I was with you. So you get this sort of progression of Jesus' teaching and teaching them what they need to hear when they need to hear it. And now that he's going to go to the cross and the ministry of spreading the gospel around the world is going to go to them and to us. It has now been given to us, to you and I. We have this responsibility of sharing this thing far and wide. Verse 5. Now I am going to him who sent me, yet none of you asks me, where are you going? Because I've said these things, you're filled with grief. Well, yeah, because he's talking about dying and going away. <clears throat> but I tell you the truth, it's for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the counselor, meaning the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you, the Holy Spirit, which is going to come. When he comes, here's what he'll do. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. He'll convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. What does that mean? A lot of times people say, well, you know, people come to Christ when they reach their bottom. Well, maybe. Um, some people have lives that don't seem to hit bottoms. They seem to sort of coast along and, you know, not a lot of pain, not a lot of grief in their lives, not a, not a lot of hardship sometimes for some people. But that doesn't mean that, that you can only come to Christ when you're having some kind of crisis or hard time. That, that the Holy Spirit can convict us that we're sinners, that, that we're out of fellowship with God. And you can be a good, religious, nice person living a good life without a lot of stress or pressure or craziness going on in your life. And you're convicted of sin. The Holy Spirit convicts people of their sin, their need for Savior. <clears throat> so when he comes in, in, in regard to sin, because people don't believe in me. In regard to righteousness, because I'm going to the Father, where you can see me no longer. In regard to judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. Talking about the devil keeping people blind. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, the Holy Spirit, he'll guide you into all truth. So you'll know that you know that you know. 
It's an experiential truth almost, isn't it? Because you're experiencing it through the Holy Spirit. He won't speak on his own. He'll speak only what he hears. And he'll tell you what's yet to come. So there will be some sense that the Holy Spirit will tell us the the future, tell us what to expect, have some anticipation in our hearts, our lives, that Jesus is coming back. I know that when I came to Christ, um, I hadn't been taught that Jesus was coming back, and somehow I knew he was coming back. It was the Holy Spirit teaching me. Verse 14. He'll bring glory to me by taking that which is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That's why I said the Spirit will take from that which is mine and make it known to you. In a little while, you'll see me no more because he's going to die on the cross. He's going to go in the grave. He's resurrected. He's going to ascend into heaven. You won't see me. And then after a little while, you'll see me. I see Jesus. Do you see Jesus? You see Jesus? We, we see Jesus. How? Jesus said, we'll see him. We see him. Verse 17, some of his disciples said to one another, what does he mean? When he says, in a little while you'll see me no more, and after a little while you'll see me, and because I'm going to the Father, and they kept saying, what, the, what does he mean, a little while? And we don't understand what he's saying. And Jesus started wanting to ask him about this, so he said this, he said, are you asking one another what I meant when I said, in a little while you'll see me no more, and after a little while you'll see me? I tell you the truth. Jesus, in a lot of these sort of phenomenal, unbelievable things, he keeps saying, I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth, you'll weep and you'll mourn while the world rejoices. You'll grieve and your grief will be turned to joy. As a woman giving birth to a child has pain because of her time has come. But when the baby's born, she forgets the anguish because of the joy of the child being brought into the world. So also with you, <clears throat> now is your time of grief. But I'll see you again. Your time of grief, Jesus is going to go to the cross. But I'll see you again and you'll rejoice. And no one can take away your joy. You know, you can do anything you want to me, but you can't take away my joy. You can't take away Jesus. And that day you'll no longer ask me anything. I tell you the truth, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Till now you haven't asked for anything in my name. Ask and you'll receive and your joy will be complete. Though I've been speaking figuratively, a time is coming when I no longer use that kind of language. I'll tell you plainly about the Father. And that day you'll ask in my name... I'm not saying that I'll ask the Father on your behalf. No, the Father himself loves you because you've loved me and you believe that I came from God. I came from the Father and I entered the world and now I'm leaving the world and going back to the Father. He came and he dwelt among us for a little while. The incarnation, God become flesh, lived here, died on the cross for us, rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, and he is coming back. Then Jesus said to his disciples, and Jesus' disciples said, now you're speaking clearly without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you don't need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe you came from God. And Jesus said, at last, you believe. But a time's coming and has come when you'll be scattered each to his own home and you'll, leave me all, you'll all leave me alone. Yet I'm not alone. The Father's with me. I'm not alone. God's with me. I've told you these things so that in me you might have peace. In this world you'll have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. A lot of trouble in the world, but you can have a peaceful heart in the midst of all of this trouble, in the midst of all of this difficulty, in the midst of all of the trial and trouble and tribulation. We can have peace. You know, peace that passes all understanding. You know, how can we have peace in, in the midst of such difficult and crazy situations? You know, you, you, you see the things that people are going through and you think, how can they go through it? You know, but for God, God in His presence being with us, bringing us through, bringing us through. Bible and Daily Life. 
one chapter in the New Testament a day, uh, going through the New Testament in a year.